0: Florals for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny, how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quotes? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me.
1: Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these? i quit i quit
0: (laughs) everybody wants to party with
1: aretha because i'm sexy and chubby man i have such doubts
0: (sighs) all right welcome episode 12 movie time with anjanari back at it again with another ep um We've got a great review, Castaway, Picked by the People. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm excited to talk about this one. Uh, but let's get into what we watched this week, Ariana. I, for before you, <laughs> before you, so we to give you a little inside baseball here. We have like an outline, you know, a Google Doc. Where uh-huh. we you know where we compile, you know our notes of the show or whatever, and we put our list of what we're watching. When I opened this fucking document and I saw that you watched When Harry Met Sally, I was a little upset that <laughs> you watched it for the first time not on the podcast.
1: But you never okay. You recently I, this is my
0: though. what
1: you recently watched it for the first time. No,
0: like I mean, like two year a year or two ago. I okay, this is my rule
1: it out. This
0: is my top like romantic comedy of all time. Thoughts?
1: All right. So I honestly Uh. had no plans. I was feeling like after I finished Castaway, I was still feeling in a movie mood. But you know how hard it is to pick a movie when there's like 700 streaming services. So I saw on Twitter someone post like a few screen grabs of the movie of when um, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal are walking in the fall. Yeah. And it was really pretty. And they were saying, like, oh, I wish that we could live in this fall or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I've never seen that movie. I should I should watch it, like, because it's literally universally liked. I'm like, I'm probably gonna like it. And I have to say I'm a huge fan.
0: Okay. And and yeah. Matt Brian,
1: I've she's really lovable.
0: Oh, she's great. In, in, and she's the, beautiful. In but, the eighties yeah. and nineties, like she is she's the king. Like she's the rom-com king. I mean, sleep is in Seattle uh you've got mail she's in some other stuff but well you've got males later and it's not that good but um yeah she's great carrie fisher's in that too she's great
1: oh my god wait was carrie fisher the friend yeah i didn't even put that together i just love when she's like he's he's never gonna leave her (laughs) like every five minutes
0: (laughs) yeah it's a great movie i mean it's really good billy crystal's hilarious their chemistry is awesome yeah, that's my, like, one of my favorite rom-coms.
1: Yeah, it was a good movie. I'm surprised. It was what, it was what I wanted. It. I'm not surprised. I just, like, I guess I just, for some reason, maybe I thought it was a little different than than what it was, but it was good, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, good. Uh, I am knee-deep in Breaking Bad, like, I am in, on season four, and I just said on the last episode that I hadn't started yet, so... Do the math, it's pretty disgusting. That I, I am disgusted in myself that I'm this far. But I mean, it's incredible. It's not that I didn't think it was incredible. It's nice when you rewatch a show that you've only watched once. And it's been like, I mean, it's been five years since I watched it the first time. So a lot of it's still really fresh. Like I remember some major plot points, but not some of the little stuff. So that's been really nice. I mean, it's an incredible show um aaron paul's amazing as jesse jesse pinkman i mean I think it's probably all he's gonna do all he's ever gonna do that's gonna be amazing for him but he's great brian Cranston's great um, i think
1: uh after you finish i want to do a little post-mortem on it
0: okay do a I mean, discussion i remember <laughs> the ending i mean i remember the ending being great but yeah but it's more when, about like revisit. how
1: your feelings maybe change after watching it or...
0: i mean no i don't get me wrong i mean he's definitely an asshole like mm-hmm. we know that like he's a terrible character but He's a great character, but he's a terrible person, Walter White. That is, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it once the rewatch is over. Uh, and then I watched The Descendants with George Clooney and Shailene Woodley. Um, Two thousand eleven, nominated for Woodley. best picture. Um, not a best picture nominee worthy. I seen it. I saw it once, like years ago. Um, it's it's good. It's not great. It's like a. S- it's like a 6.971, somewhere in that range. Like if you want to watch, I would say I would recommend it, but like, if you never see it, you're not really necessarily missing out on anything. Um, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's kind of, I don't know how it was nominated for best picture. Uh, I love George Clooney, but like, I'm not really sure how it was nominated.
1: Wait, the descent. Oh, wait, is that the one where he's like the Hawaii thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you I see remember it? watching that a long time. We all I think we all watched it. Maybe we, we all there, watched it we, together. We definitely yeah. watched it with like Scythi and Mom and Allie, I think.
0: Scythi means grandma. Just yeah. <laughs> a little
1: inside <laughs> baseball. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that movie. I don't, I think it's, it's kind of ve- one of those things that's like, it's kind of has like nothing going on in it. Like it's very... It, it's <laughs>
0: very anticlimactic. It, it's more about, yeah, it's, it, there's like really nothing the climax of the movie or like the the driving point of the movie happens very early and then you're like yeah it's not it's okay like i said it's like a six point nine, seven point one.
1: that was shailene woodley's like i think first serious role after because she was in secret life of the american teenager and then she was, she was oh i forgot movie. about
0: that show yeah
1: and everyone was like oh shailene woodley look at her but she kind of does nothing for me i'm gonna say so she's
0: very okay she's very like mediocre yeah, she's pretty. There's like meh. nobody in that movie, like it's really just George Clooney and hit. like in terms of notable, the guy who plays Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies is in it, um, and then somebody else, so a woman who's in stuff, but I cannot think of like the movie that she's in. But um, really, pretty pretty no name cast besides those two. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all. That's all I watched. That's all you watched. Um, a light. M- a light to what have we watched this week i mean breaking bad has been taking up all my time so
1: well uh, i just have one more note to add just everyone watch the third day if you like horror you gotta watch jude law i've never seen such good acting in my life really hey, jude law is everything. i mean jude, jude great, law is great but jude law and also the camera work in that is so good like it's literally so fucking good all right, so watch it if you have a, hbo max please. an
0: endorsement um, all right let's get on to movie news I watched this trailer just this morning. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Lee Isaac Chung, a twenty-four film, Minari, featuring Steve Un. Is it Un or Yeun? Yeun. (laughs) Yeun.
1: Sorry, Steven, We can't. Yeah, sorry, we can't.
0: Yeah, I, I can't. We're dumb
1: Americans.
0: Uh, A tender and sweeping story about what roots us. Minari follows a Korean American family that moves in a tiny Arkansas farm in search of their own American dream. That trailer was incredible.
1: It's be- it was a beautiful trailer. beautifully
0: shot soundtrack, like coursing in the background. I'm gonna love this movie. This movie's gonna be like oh, yeah. eight. I'm gonna it's gonna love be it too. Eight. <laughs> It's gonna be an eight or higher at least. It looks so fucking good. The kid actor looks amazing, like the, the little kid. Yeah. He, he seems like he's gonna carry the film. It's like a mix of foreign language and English. Like it seems like it's both. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited for that. When does it come out? Do we know?
1: Uh, I actually don't know when it comes out. I mean, I'm really excited. First of all, I love that Stephen Yoon is uh, just getting a lot of roles. He was in our first movie review. Sorry to bother you.
0: Oh, oh the yeah. The communist friend. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. And I like that they're doing a lot of it in Korean. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I it's good, but it looks the yeah the nature of the landscape and the music looked really amazing i could tell yeah this is gonna be i feel like a huge award winner like people are already talking about it like so excited about it but yeah i loved the trailer and i'm yeah. very excited to watch this
0: i'm really excited for that i mean i would say if you watch the trailer
1: hmm. um, yeah everyone watch watches the, the fucking
0: trailer. trailer uh it's very good Aman um, iman Villani is cast as miss marvel she's a pakistani actress Miss Marvel first appeared in 2014 as Marvel's first Muslim character to star in her own title. And she will become Marvel Studios first on-screen Muslim hero, hero via deadline. I did see this. Um, I don't know much about like the Miss Marvel lore in certain in terms of like the Marvel universe. But I mean, I'm pretty much a Marvel guy, so I'm gonna watch it, whatever it is. I mean, once the like uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes on Disney Plus, that series, definitely gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch WandaVision when it comes out um so i mean I, i'm for it i mean it's definitely good they're adding some more diversity and they're going to be doing the asian there's an i cannot remember what the the title of the, of the superhero is but there's like an asian superhero yeah. um that's coming out in a couple of years that's going to be good so it's nice to see they're doing some diverse you know stories
1: yeah i mean i'm probably not going to watch it because i've already said this multiple times i'm not really a marvel head but i think it's great that she's like a Muslim hero. There's barely any like Muslim representation in the media, especially for mm. superheroes. And yeah, there's a lot of anti Muslim rhetoric in America. So I think it's good that she's like this kind of like American superhero um, and Muslim. So I, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to watch it, but it's a cool, I'm in support of the cast.
0: Mm. Um, Issa Rae starts a production company, who Ray productions for film and TV. Ray and talks to produce Sinkhole movie with Jordan Peele based on a short story about a mysterious sinkhole. Uh, I just like that. Just a yeah. Mysterious um, I, I mean, we love Is- Issa Rae. Uh, if you don't watch Insecure, you should watch it, except for the latest season, which sucked. But, I mean, still watch it. Well, still watch um,
1: it. But
0: Yeah, we love Issa Rae. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah once I see – When I see a slightly scary premise and I see Jordan Peele and then I yeah. see Issa Rae, I go, yeah, baby. But, I mean – yeah, I'm really excited that she is starting a production company because she's going to yeah. hire, I'm assuming, mostly like black women, black men. And that's a lot of like the complaints about movies. Like, for example, Mulan, all Asian cast, but everyone working on it was white. So it's like she's going to get everyone in there, I'm sure. Um some more diversity and get putting out some good content, so yeah, and she's also one of the most beautiful women in the world yeah she's got right. like a perfectly <laughs>
0: symmetrical face like perfect teeth, yeah she is a, a gorgeous woman um, Netflix Netflix greenlights monster a limited series based um. on Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> by our good friend Ryan fucking Murphy that piece of shit I am so <laughs> sick of him also I'm sick of Jeffrey Dahmer media
1: I I'm actually, like, pretty angry about this because there's already, like, at least two or three movies or things out about Jeffrey Dahmer. I think it's kind of sick at this point.
0: We're romanticizing him.
1: Yes, and Ryan Murphy is the fucking queen of romanticizing things, and he does it so badly. Like, he has no nuance, and he has no ability to put it in a light. Like, you need to... They need to stop doing this, honestly. Like, I had a phase where I was really into true crime. listening to, like, a ton of podcasts, and, like, no matter what you do, you're never, like you're still fetishizing the, the serial killer and you're never talking about the victims. Everyone says, oh, talk about the victims, but you're never really talking about it. And it's, it's sad yeah. to me. Like, he was a fucking psycho who killed a lot of gay men. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I don't, I feel like, again, like I said, Ryan Murphy is the last person who can handle this content. He needs to stop. I, he needs to stop, <laughs> like, stop making stop series. Ryan we Murphy.
0: need to stop. We, stop. It. Hashtag stop. Ryan Murphy. Stop
1: Ryan Murphy.
0: <laughs> I, I hate him. I'm so done with him and his fucking mediocre first season shows. And then he sucks. He sucks the life out of it. I'm just so done with him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was... And I mean, yeah, there's just way too much shit on Dahmer uh, mm-hmm. already. And people just, yeah, get it out of here. Um, Rick Moranis got sucker punched on the street this week. This is like a big, a big story on Twitter. Um, he's a star of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Little Giants, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, he just got punched in the face. And it was very random. It wasn't because he was Rick Moranis or anything, but people were outraged because apparently Rick Moranis is like beloved. Um so that again. was
1: very random. They're just like I was like, oh, is there something more to this? And then just no, like he no, we just got sucker no, punch. Like yeah, that's no, I wonder that. what the motivation was. <laughs> I don't <laughs>
0: know. But like I saw the video, like there's like a street camp video, the guy just like punched some straight. In the yeah, face his face, face is away. pretty
1: much in full like they have his face pretty yeah, clearly. Yeah, the so guy like... the
0: attacker in full view. Yeah, um,
1: I don't know. That was whatever random. News.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the witches moving to HBO Max on ten twenty two. Uh, it's a reimagination of Roald Dahl by Robert Zemeckis, our director of Castaway. Uh, stars Anne Hathaway, the Toochmeister, Stanley Tucci, Kristen Chenoweth, Octavia Spencer, and Chris Rock as narrator. Uh, Zemeckis's The Witches is an adaptation of Roald Dahl's nineteen eighty three novel of the same name. Newcomer Jazir Kadim Bruno stars as a young boy who moves in with his grandmother, Octavia Spencer, in the rural Alabama town of Demopolis. The year is 1967, and the boy and his grandmother find themselves in an unexpected battle against a coven of glamorous witches led by Anne Hathaway's Grand High Witch, who seek to turn the town's children into mice. Um, I think I'll let you watch this, because I feel like you will. It's on HBO Max. Uh, so it's you know we it's on streaming. We don't have to go see the theater, you know, it's on you know so I'll let you watch it. If it's good, maybe I'll watch it. I think you'll watch it, right?
1: Well, okay, so we're not gonna do this because it's oh, Halloween theme. Well, I mean,
0: see, okay, I, this brought up another point. What are our thoughts on Hocus Pocus? What are your thoughts on Hocus Pocus? It's
1: been too long. I know it's beloved, but it's been people too long fucking to...
0: obsess over Hocus Pocus. I like it a lot. I think we should watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, we you might can have to watch that.
1: Throw in hocus pocus. But I don't know. Well, first of all, I don't know if is this supposed to be campy horror? Like it doesn't seem like it's going to be like a literal scary movie.
0: No, no, it's not supposed to be like a scary movie, but
1: Yeah, and like, just based on Zemeckis's like you know what his wheelhouse is. So I'm kind of like, "Alright, why is he doing this?" Um, Roald Dahl actually has written a lot of like really fucked up stories. Like he everyone thinks of him as like a children's author, but he writes like very disturbing things. I've read some of his stuff in like English classes, but um, also Anne Hathaway seems like she's kind of coming back.
0: Yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. That way, I'll but. probably
1: watch this. I don't know. We'll see what people are saying. If, if I see like everyone's like eh, bad reviews, I probably won't watch it, but I don't know. I guess I, I kind of, am curious about the, the cast is good. I mean, yeah. Cast Octavia is great. Spencer, Stanley Tucci.
0: Tuchmeister, Rock,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Next piece of news. I, I, I put this on here so we can both trash it. Cause I think we're both going to trash <laughs> it. Borat two to be released on Amazon prime at some point during the next few weeks. Fuck Borat. That's all I got to say. <laughs>
1: I've never seen Borat, but I have no desire. Like, why would they release a the second one? Like, literally, like, what, 10, 15 years later?
0: I, I like, I think Sasha Baron Cohen is a very uh, creative, intelligent man. Like, I don't think, it's not necessarily a gripe against him, but I think Borat is, I think at the time, when Borat came out, I'm sure it was, like, revolutionary or whatever, and, like, people are like, oh, this is crazy. I just – I mean, my wife, the people who would, like, say that quote for the movie – like, it's just – I don't fucking care. Why are you making a Borat too? And there's people who are going to slobber over this when it comes out. Yeah. I, could, I could not give a shit.
1: I feel like the people who liked Borat were just not people I want to be friends with. Like, the people <laughs> that are quoting Borat is – I've never met a person who quoted Borat, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like you. Yeah. Like, they're always <laughs> – they're always like a certain kind of person. You so.
0: have a high, you have a high brow, <laughs> a high sense of comedy with your Borat impressions. I
1: know um, really. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, Borat. No yeah cares.
0: fuck fuck Borat. <laughs> Borat. That's why I put it on there. Fuck Borat. If you like Borat, I'm not going to say you suck if you like Borat cause you don't, but if you are still obsessed with Borat, like however many years later, then you, you kind of suck. Um, all right. So that's, <laughs> that's it for movie news. Let's get into the movie review this week. Cast Away, a nice long film, <laughs> two hours and 24 minutes. Um, Cast Away is the 2000 American survival drama film directed and produced by Robert Zemeckis and Tom, starring Tom Hanks. Robert Zemeckis have teamed up in Forrest Gump, Polar Express, uh, stars also Helen Hunt, Nick Searcy. Uh, is Nick Searcy his friend? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hank plays a FedEx employee stranded on an uninhabited island after his plane crashes in the South Pacific. And the film depicts his desperate attempts to survive and return home. The film was released on December twenty second, two thousand. It grossed four hundred thirty million worldwide. Pretty good for two thousand. Hank's got nominated for a Best Actor in a Leading Role that year in the seventy third Academy Awards. And I guess Tom, uh, this is a nice little fun factor. Uh, Tom Hanks apparently came up with the movie concept after reading an article about FedEx. Um, a lot of product placement, a lot of FedEx product
1: placement. In this There's world. a lot of, uh, yeah, but they didn't even pay for it. And, but it. They didn't. It, no, they no, they didn't pay for it at all. Well, I guess but it's also all gr- the boost out of it.
0: Well, it's also not great press though, because the plane goes down.
1: You know what? Something else I read was that they were going to do a TV show on this and then it turned into lost which makes so much Re- sense
0: really yeah interesting cool cool so. um all right well, i never watched lost so Ugh. um <laughs> <laughs> all right so movie starts out um with a scene they're picking up a package from this woman in texas and it basically shows the journey of the of the package all the way to russia where it's a FedEx package, obviously. All the way to Russia where Tom Hanks is just giving this, you know, monologue about time, like how time is the, the great motivator and if we always have to be on time and all this stuff. I mean he just has some great monologues in this this movie, like when he's working for the, you know, he's working at the FedEx factory i mean there's really not much to say about that scene well he kind of seems
1: like a like a little bit of a like he's like a fucking fedex overseer oh no, yeah he's like a fedex
0: he's a shill for fedex like he he loves fedex um he's all about like efficiency and operations and blah blah i had to say throughout this movie his sweaters looked insanely comfortable i don't know if you noticed that but they're wearing some great sweaters (laughs) i mean
1: I have to say, this is the first time I, well, maybe not in the beginning, but when he goes through his little transformation and he returns home, I say, mm, I think I'm attracted to Tom Hanks for the first time. Oh, around. he's
0: hot. He gets hot at the end. Because <laughs> um, I think they made him a little intentionally chubbier, you know, because. Yeah. Cause well, he, he gained 50 weight. pounds for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, back in that time, he wasn't like, he was pretty thin. I remember in yeah. like, most of his movies. Um, so yeah, he's a little a little, a little pudgier um so basically next scene is he goes he, he returns home uh his wife or his girlfriend a long-time girlfriend is helen hunt i think helen hunt is hot in the in the late 90s early 2000s you don't think so
1: <laughs> i mean not to shame a woman about her appearance but i was looking at her and i thought that haircut is not suitable pseudo- she looks better with the Wait. short
0: hair oh you think she looks better with the short hair
1: that long hair look she looks like Listen, she's got a large
0: forehead. <laughs> okay, whatever. I think she. She's, I think she looks
1: better with the with the short hair. That's she was, was
0: a star in the '90s and early 2000s. I mean, she was a star.
1: Well, yeah, it was um, nice seeing her. I don't have anything against. her. I like her. I'm I saying like her she wasn't, you know, yeah, my favorite so, <laughs> woman to look at. That's all.
0: <laughs> so she's getting her dissertation uh we never know what it is in i don't think i don't think they say what the dissertation is is in Mm -hmm. um but they the next scene is you know they go to i think it's a christmas dinner at her family's house really nothing Mm -hmm. really nothing of importance in that scene maybe that i'm I'm missing just that she's hesitant to
1: get married they're trying to ask when are you getting married and she Mm -hmm. had a bad marriage and so they they don't have plans necessarily but yeah, he yeah, also he- it that she's hesitant.
0: he's also starting tooth pain. He's got some tooth pain. Flash mm-hmm. they, they that, um, and then something comes up with uh, Tom's, you know, job's job. He has to go to Malaysia, I think, last minute. Yeah, Mal- Malaysia, last minute. So they have to kind of move their entire, <clears throat> excuse me, move their entire uh, schedule around. And she's like, "Oh, you got to make sure you're back for New Year's. Got to make sure you're back for New Year's." Blah blah. So they're like, "Oh, what about our Christmas?" And they're like, oh, we'll have to open gifts in the car. So next scene is that he's driving, they're driving to the airport or I guess like the FedEx, the FedEx departure, um, place and they're opening gifts in the car. Uh, she gives him a pocket watch from her, I think it was her grandpa's in like the South Pacific during, I think probably world war II. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, she puts a picture of herself in the, in the pocket watch. He's like, oh, I'm always going to keep it on Memphis time. Uh, that's Kelly time. And he gets her. Well, he gets her like some random gifts and then he's walking away and he comes back and he gives her basically an engagement ring. He's like, you know, we'll open it back. You know, we'll open it up when you get back, mm. basically, when we get back. Um, so <laughs> pretty inconsequential. He gets on the plane. He wakes up. He gets awoken by some turbulence on the plane. And that's when the plane starts to go, pretty much starts to go down. I mean, pretty terrifying scene. Um, yeah,
1: well, I was just thinking about how I have seen this movie before, but I only—I feel like I only ever like watched it like as it was starting when he was like on the island. So like the the, the beginning part of the movie, I just did not remember, yeah. and I don't—I didn't remember the plane scene, and I was like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, the plane scene—they <laughs> did—they did a good job making that plane scene uh, scary as fuck. Like there's a scene where he's literally just—it's like right before the plane goes down, and he's just mm-hmm. staring through the cockpit, and you show the water just getting closer mm-hmm. and closer, and then it goes down. Um. so the plane goes down it's wreckage fire in the middle of the sea I think they did a really good job like this movie isn't too much of like oh it's beautifully shot or anything there's really not too much to say about mm-hmm. that at least in my opinion but they did a great job of showing like just showing the vastness of the sea like mm-hmm. how dark it is when there's no lights around like it was pitch black when, when you're watching that movie and the only thing that's lighting up the sky is like lightning and the storm and the fire and he's just, like, floating above this massive wreckage. And it's just yeah. terrifying.
1: Yeah, well, I would say that... I really liked the the shots of the ocean, um, but I also really like... My favorite parts of the movie are actually, like, the beginning and the end, which is framed by that sort of countryside, but we can talk yeah. about that when we get towards mm-hmm. the end. But I think they do a nice job of, of filming the nature.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't think it's, like um i don't it's not an insult necessary but it's not like a movie where you're like it's not oh. yeah it's know, artistic like, it's not achievement. Like a, yeah right exactly so you know he's like on this little lifeboat he washes up out of the island and that's when we you know we start you know we we start the island venture like the for most of the movie uh i guess like i guess like uh yeah probably the major two-thirds of the movie i'd say are, are take place mm-hmm. on the island so <clears throat> I mean, in the beginning of, you know, on this island, he's really just like, well, you know, what am I going to do? He's not really panicking, though, either. Like, he's not necessarily, like, freaking out, but Mm -hmm. on the island, he's kind of looking around, seeing if there's anybody there. Um, He's, all the packages are washing up on shore, so he's, like, gathering up the packages He's got no shoes on, which would just seems awful to just have no. Shoes yeah. On. They show they show him to have having cuts on his on his Ugh, feet and stuff. Yeah. It just sounds it just looks awful to have no shoes on. Um, the, the there's like a scene where there's coconuts falling from the tree and he hears the <laughs> yeah. sound and he hears the sound. He has so many great exclamations in this movie, just mm-hmm. like the way he he yells. So he's like, "Hey!" Because um, he thinks that somebody's on the island, but it's just the coconuts. So then there's like the adventure of him showing how he he always had to like figure out how to open up these coconuts to get you know food and water. So the beginning of him on the island is really just showing how he's gonna like learn how to survive. And you mm. kind of learn that he's pretty smart. I mean, he's a pretty smart dude. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I always freak out about these kinds of movies because I am like the least Oh yeah, me like too. I would be dead immediately. But like he yeah, he does that. I mean it's also I I kinda like that kind of movie where you're like, oh okay, he figures out how to do that. Like he figures mm-hmm. out to make a fire like it's kind of like showing what you do when you have like the bare necessities to survive and in a way like your life is like kind of (laughs) busy like he has to do stuff all day
0: i know yeah i mean he literally just has to he has to figure out like he tries crafting a a help sign in the sand first he does it Mm in the sand and it washes away he's like okay i'll do it in logs you know then he you know he every time he kind of he learns from his own mistakes basically like he does something and then he's like okay that was not the right way to do it um so very haphazardly, he's like, okay, it's like, the I think it might have been like the next day. He's like, all right, I'm going to try or maybe the next couple days. He's like, all right, I'm going to try to get out of here. So mm-hmm. yeah, he gets on, he gets on like the, the raft that he came in on. It's like half a raft. It's not even like fully blown up. It's like half punctured. And he's paddling in these huge waves, like the tide are coming in. So he gets over one, he gets over another, maybe a third one. And then this huge wave comes Flips him over. Um, and then another wave comes and his leg goes right into the coral. That's an iconic scene, I feel like. Hey, I, yeah, just, I had to close my eyes during that. Like, my, I, uh,
1: I can't walk. Yeah.
0: Just from my childhood, I remember that scene, like, watching this movie. Um, so I think he kind of learned his lesson there. He's like, I'm not going to be able to get through this tide and this, like, makeshift boat. Um, mm-hmm. And there's, like, a lot, of, you know, there's like there's a lot of little things on the island that he learns um, that he's doing. So he finally... <laughs> he, he finally decides to open up the packages,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which, which I was like, if I were him, I would open all those packages immediately. Yeah, I wrote that
1: too. I'm like, why did he wait so long to open the packages?
0: Because like you never know what's going to be in there. So yeah. he opens up the packages. There's an assortment of items that you would think would be useless, but they end up coming in handy. So he's got mm-hmm. like ice skates, um, videotapes, uh, what else? A dress. A dress that he uses for like a net for fish. Um, I mean, of course, Wilson. I mean, the big, Wilson. <laughs> I mean Wilson is there's the main haul out of that out of that um that those packages. So and then
1: the package with the wings on it. which Oh, the I package with the open. wings on
0: it that he does not open because he sees like the front of the um the front of it's got those wings on. It. He's like, oh, it's kind of like guardian angel wings. Um, mm-hmm. which you see in the beginning when that package that when goes fought, from Texas to yeah, Russia. Yeah, the woman's yeah.
1: introduced very briefly in the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he is trying to make fire and he is like scraping or he's like putting a uh, he's, he does it a couple different ways like he twists his hand on a piece of wood and it's not working he's just doing it for like hours then i think the next day he he is like sliding it upon another piece of wood he's like oh that that seems to be working it's uh it's smoking and then he cuts his hand and he gets mm-hmm. so mad and he grabs wilson the volleyball and throws it and then he sees that it looks like a face <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's like his hand print looks like a face so he puts eyes on it and like a little like a little smile on his blood um, and then Wilson's just sitting there and I thought it was so funny when like he has Wilson and he starts doing the fire thing and he just keeps looking to the left like <laughs> like, like Wilson is watching him um, I mean I think it's really like this movie is carried by Tom I mean it's carried by Tom Hanks like I think mm-hmm. it's a testament to, to him and to the script that he's able to make it seem like Wilson's a real character.
1: Yeah, I actually, well, I mean, I was noticing for a majority of it because Wilson comes on kind of late, like in the island scene. And for Mm -hmm. the majority of it, he's not talking. It's all motivated by action. So it's interesting to just watch him do things and not really have to just keep talking to himself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good that they didn't have Wilson there the whole time, because it would have gotten old to like, it wouldn't have been as believable, I think if he was there the whole time with him? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. To him. I mean, if it was the entire movie, yeah, it would have been, uh, it would have been, probably got old. Uh, was it
1: before or after, though, when he finds the captain's body? When was that?
0: Oh, that was like the same, that was like the same time period of mm-hmm. the packages. I think it was right before. So, that was.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, so he, he's like up on a, I think he's up on the, the top of the peak or something, maybe. And he Yeah, sees, he's on the mountain. Yeah, and he sees the body float in. I think he thinks the person's alive at first, or like, maybe they are. So he floats in and, he, and the, ba- the body's all bloated and disgusting from being in the water. He turns over mm-hmm. the body and it's, you know, he finds out he's dazed, like, oh, he's, you know, he's obviously um, scarred. So he he takes the body uh, onto the beach, takes the shoes off, you know, to use the shoes, um, takes his flashlight, uh, takes a picture of his family, you know, puts it in there. And then he buries him, you know he, you know, he takes what he needs off the body basically and then buries him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the flashlight is big because when he's in the, he finds a cave to sleep in and he has his, he still has the pocket watch with Kelly's picture in it. And he, when he's at, at night, he just kind of clicks the flashlight on, looks at the picture, clicks it off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: clicks it on, clicks it off. You know, that's kind of like, they just, they show that a couple nights. So that's like, basically Kelly is what's keeping him like motivated to stay alive and trying to figure out how to come home. Um, and like I said, there's just a lot of funny interactions in, in this first part with Wilson. Uh, like when he's doing the fire and he just looks over at Wilson because like, he, he, like the fire quickly goes out. He's like, the air got to it. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at Wilson and like he doesn't do anything. Um, but like I said, he's just learning from his mistakes. Like he ends up making the fire. He ends up cooking the crab, um, mm-hmm. cooking fit. You know, he he's eating the coconut, filling it with water, you know. So he's got he's learning all these things um and the the i think the scene right before the flash forward four years is when he knocks the tooth out Mm -hmm. so as i mentioned he has this abscess in his tooth from the very beginning i mean it starts at the very beginning before he's on the island it keeps getting worse i think as he's eating the coconut and stuff the sugar Mm -hmm. and like you know it's untreated so it's causing him so much pain and you, you see him like look in the mirror of the ice skate. He's like, oh, that looks terrible. And, he's, and he, just, he knocks it out on his own. It's got to be so painful. Um, that's a scene I remember when I was watching this from my childhood. I yeah, I remember that, that too. Um, and then he gets knocked out. He's out of the pain. He gets knocked out. We flash forward four years. And he's basically a man of the wild. They, 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 they flash up and he's in the, and he's in the ocean. He's, he's basically throwing a spear at a fish. He's got a long ass beard, long ass hair, nothing but a loin cloth, skinny mm-hmm. as fuck. Um, so he's been there five. I mean, he's been there four years. This is like right at the halfway point of the movie. Is when they flash to four years, mm-hmm. um, and you see all these advancements he's like he's made. Like he's become like an expert fisherman they flashed to his cave and he, he made an entire sundial out of the, out of the years yeah. of, like the months. Like he, there was a, there's a point where the the sun flashes in the cave and he basically made days and months out of the, out of like basically his own, like I said, his own sundial, which is incredible. So you basically yeah. figure out how smart he's got and how much he's adapted to being on the Island. Um, and what am I missing? Like, what am I missing from that, from that first well, scene where he comes, where he comes back?
1: Uh, I don't think you're missing much. Just that—that that he's really planning, like the, the the porta potty door washes up. I mean- yeah,
0: so I was about to get to that. So the porta potty, the porta potty door washes up on the sea. He hears it. He goes down, and he sees it. I just heard he's Bakersfield. It says Bakersfield, <laughs> Bakersfield, California. He's like Bakersfield. Um, so he's like, oh, this could work. This could work. He's talking to Wilson. I think they they want it. They end up using it for a sale on his on his raft. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he's really just planning. He he's got he's, he's drawing out like where they he thinks that the plane crashed, where he thinks there is how many square footage they would have to or square miles they would have to search to find him. Um, that's you know why that's why they were never found. It was such a large uh, surface area. So he starts planning it out. He's like, all right, well, we need we've got a sail. We need to tie up all these logs. Um, we need to make fashion rope. So basically, I think he like, cuts the bark off trees to fashion rope um, mm-hmm. and put all the logs together. So he goes through the entire island. They gets like, I think he needs like four, almost 500 feet of rope. He gets like 450 or whatever from any, there's nothing left on the island. And he's talking to Wilson, which he's really talking to himself. He's like, I know where there's another 30 feet of rope. Like, I know, I just don't want to go up there again. So you find out that he basically he tried to hang himself um, from this log at the top of the the mountain. Mm-hmm. And there's rope that he can use there. So he has to go up and get that rope. Um, I mean, just showing, I, I think it was, he said it was a year ago. So it was like three yeah. years and he was planning on killing himself.
1: I was kind of disappointed. Not that I necessarily would have really wanted to, see, I don't know, I feel like kind of like that might have been a scene that would have been important oh, to show. show. Yeah. I thought it was weird that they just glossed over it, but I, I do yeah, It's obviously a dark thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was, yeah, I was, in, I, I kind of thought when they first panned up to the mountain, when he first looked at it, he was like, like, I couldn't tell if they were implying like, Oh, I could like jump off it. Like when he first gets to the Island, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah but yeah, I, they, they, they just kind of like allude to the fact that he did that and you see like the creepy human like tree thing that <laughs> yeah, he fashioned yeah so
0: so he he made a he he tested it out like he didn't want to hang himself from this log if it was going to snap and then he was going to fall he was going to fall to the rocks Yeah. so he <laughs> so he made like this log and fashioned it into like a little person and it broke the log broke so he didn't mm-hmm. you know he didn't end up doing it um so he gets the rope uh and he crafts the crafts the the raft and they're ready to go so he he sails off they sail off the island and they get past the they get past the the huge waves so it works Mm -hmm. and there's a scene where he just looks at him they they show the island in the distance and they show tom and and the and the soundtrack is is in the you know is in the background it's sad like he's sad he's leaving
1: i felt sad about that too because yeah, I felt really sad when he left. Not that I didn't want him to get off the island, but, like, in his sense, like, he made that his safety net. Like, he knew how to control everything there. Yeah. He learned how to survive. And, you know, he spent a lot of time there, and, like, he became comfortable with it. So, it's sad that he's leaving because, essentially, it's, like, you make it or else, like, you're
0: fucked. You're dead. And you're dead. You're dead on the, in the ocean. <laughs> I mean, there's still a possibility yeah. you could just die on the ocean. Yeah. Um, so... Again, they, they do a good job of showing how vast the fucking ocean is and mm-hmm. how there's literally no light around you except for like the moon and the stars. Um, and, you know, there's a they, they go through a couple nights where there's whales that are just like around him at all times. The creepy whale. <laughs> yeah, the creepy <laughs> whale eye just like staring at him. Uh, and then, the, you know, the raft is also kind of falling apart, like logs mm-hmm. are just falling off the raft. You know, it's kind of like half a raft at this point. Um, and he, he, uh, I thought it was very amazing how he planned. Like he also brought all the coconuts and emptied them out. Mm-hmm. And then whenever it would rain, he would fill them with rainwater and like close it. Uh, which was yeah. really cool. Um, so we get to one scene where Hanks is still sleeping. It's like the morning and the, the log that's holding Wilson is, you know, dipping in the water, dipping in the water. <laughs> And then it falls off and then mm-hmm. um hanks is woken up by the whales like squirting water on his face like for some reason they do that throughout the entire time that he's on the, on mm-hmm. the raft and he's he's like where's wilson where's wilson and then he looks around and he sees wilson floating away and he basically wilson gets too far because he has to carry the raft with him if he doesn't carry the yeah. raft with him then he's fucked. so he finds i mean basically wilson is too far um and he has to let him go, and I mean that's it's in it's in our it's in our yeah intro. it's in our intro. So sad. I mean, it's so sad. Um, yeah. If you don't tear up when you're watching that scene, uh, you don't have a heart. Uh, because- sad.
1: Yeah, it's sad because it's also kind of like the last vestige of his identity at the island in some ways like he's like and also but the thing i would critique is um he could have secured wilson better like he could have kept him in his arms at night or something i know
0: i know i know i mean yeah he had him strapped to like this piece of wood like he didn't
1: it kept getting knocked around when he was like crashing against the waves like why would you put it at the front
0: I know it was poor placement by Tom Hanks, but yeah. Yeah, and then like literally the next day, he's just literally sobbing on the boat. Yeah, that and was like, sad. and it's so sad. Um, and he's just in this loincloth, and I did write this down. Like, how did they? I mean they did a good job of covering his dick, I mean, in that in that loincloth. Like, there's really nothing on there.
1: Maybe there's not much to
0: cover. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> um <laughs> so He gets uh, basically he he wakes up to a huge ship, a huge cargo ship, um, you know, blowing its horn. He gets that. I mean, he gets rescued um, as he's kind of like dying on the not. I mean, he's pretty.
1: He's pretty much like he can't really paddle. Like he doesn't have paddles. He's kind of just floating. So yeah, he's he's probably going to die. Yeah, he's
0: just drifting much longer. So they pick him up, and things move pretty fast. Like they pick him up, and he's clean shaven haircut he's on a private jet uh like a Imagine I mean, going on a fucking jet. plane after. i that? know i know they, they <laughs> move things along and i don't know if they move things along not only because they didn't want to make the movie super long but maybe because the show to illustrate how quickly things move on, yeah could, like in real life as opposed yeah. to on the island because uh because even well we'll get to it but like he's at this party and they're already talking about him like getting back to work and stuff and it's like he just got home like today mm-hmm. um so you know, he's on the, he's on the plane. And I think it's just like, there's not that much talking. There's a little bit, but I think you're just like kind of showing Tom Hanks face. Like I'm fucking, I can't believe I'm fucking here. Um, Except, you know, his friend, his wife died while he was away Mm -hmm. and they, they did, he finds out that they did a, a funeral for Tom Hanks as well. So, you know, he's, I think the gravity of how much time he missed is like setting in too.
1: And it's obviously, like, the, one of the themes of the movies, time that he was so obsessed yeah. with in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. But yeah, I, I was definitely I thought the scene where he was talking to the friend was like, because it was so sad that he was like, I'm sorry, I missed yeah. it. But he was literally stranded on an island. But yeah, I felt it was. Yeah, it was definitely sad. Also, just like thinking about burying someone when you don't have a body and stuff. How that was for his friend. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, he's like, "Oh, you had to bury your wife, and you had to bury me." And he yeah, mm-hmm. but bl- blame it. Mean, he blames it on himself a couple of times. Like, I'm so sorry, I wasn't here. Like, because he had the doctor
1: hookup for the friend as well. Yeah, he
0: did yeah. have the doctor hookup. True, because it, basically, when he leaves, his wife had just been diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. um, his friend's wife. So, like, he was like, "Oh, I've got this doctor that you could you could see." So. Yeah, definitely sad. He's on a plane, and they have this big event at FedEx to welcome him back, and he's expecting to see Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kelly, and his friend says, like, you know, Kelly had to move on; she had to let you go. And he doesn't know how it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. So he runs into Kelly's wife at this FedEx, or Kelly's, Kelly's husband, husband at this FedEx event, and he's like, "Oh, you know, she was gonna be here." I mean, this is what he finds out. She has a husband, obviously. He's like, "Oh, Kelly was supposed to be here, but she really, you know, I don't think she could." And he looks out the window and he sees her like crying outside the car and all that and blah blah
1: i was confused about well hey mr big is the husband oh
0: yeah from sex yeah, in the city, sex and the city
1: yeah. um but i was kind of confused about were they trying to imply that the husband was like no don't or like was that's why that i op- was
0: i don't know yeah
1: I it was a very public too. setting though to re-meet with like oh, that yeah, would be a yeah, weird
0: setting yeah. for them to meet up again. I, I was thinking that too. I'm like, is he keeping her back? Is he, is it like kind of a, both of them think it's a bad idea? But I
1: don't know. The, although he was like very sympathetic though in yeah. the, in the talk. He was like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's confusing, but yeah, yeah it did seem like it was kind of like, was he trying to be like, no, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't
0: yeah, talk to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so Tom, they then, Tom has like a little party at his apartment, like I mentioned, or his hotel room, as I mentioned, just kind of like a welcome home party with a lot of his friends and co-workers. And like, like I said, they're already kind of talking about him getting back to work. I'm like, this is so weird. Like he literally got back today and we're talking mm-hmm. about like, oh, you know, you got to get back to work. You got to do this, got to do that. It's like, give the dude a break. Like he literally yeah. just got back. <laughs> and I think again, like that's just to show how crazy things, how crazy fast things happen when you're in the real yeah. world. And like maybe a comment on you know how quickly our society moves um they then flash to him like go you know, going to go to bed and he can't sleep on the bed he's got to sleep on the floor and he mm-hmm. keeps turning the light on and off and looking at the, and looking at the pocket watch um and then in the middle of the night he shows up to kelly's house
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's pouring rain and it's it's a tense scene i mean it's you know they, they're kind of beating around the bush at first about um their relationship and all that and he's seeing pictures of her kids around the house and she's showing him all these documents she had when he was away like looking at uh, where, where the search parties went and um, newspaper clippings and all this. And they're just kind of reminiscing on a couple things too. And she shows him, what am I missing in like, do they have any like, crazy exchanges not crazy but like not when not when they're
1: first inside they're basically yeah. doing small talk talking about yeah. football showing the documents and then she's like oh no. i want to show you something
0: yeah oh yeah and then the car i was gonna get to that yeah so mm-hmm. the jeep that he like walks out on when he's going on the plane in the beginning she still has it so she's like oh it's yours like it's your car you can take it um so he gets in the car he dri- he's like oh it's my taxi left so i kind of need this car mm-hmm. he drives to the end of the road pouring rain mm-hmm. kelly's in like a white a white uh pajama top she runs out interesting
1: you noticed that i mean it was just
0: a wet t-shirt action for uh, helen hunt (laughs) um she runs out to the end of the driveway makes out with tommy hanks um passionately they you know i you know i loved you know i love you uh blah blah um they get in the car and he's like apologizing like i'm so sorry i wasn't there like she's like oh you said you'll be right back Blah, blah. I mean, it's very sad. Like the, the soundtrack is going on. It's like, she said, you know, she says, you know, you were the love of my life, blah, blah. And it's, it's depressing. Um, yeah. It's, it's a powerful scene between the two of them. Uh, and you're mm-hmm. like, literally the only thing that got in between them was this crazy fucking circumstance. And she had to move on and she's got a family and she's considering running away with it. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, she's about to go, but Tom is like, you've got to go back home and mm-hmm. he drops her off. And that's like, that's the end of them. Really, in that scene.
1: Yeah, I always was upset about that when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, I didn't understand. I'm like, but why? <laughs> I was like, why yeah. can't they be together? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's definitely a sad scene. Yeah, that's a also like a memorable scene with the rain mm. and the rain,
0: Yeah, it was like poor. Yeah, yeah. Poor I rain. like
1: his um, demeanor when he comes back. I mean, it's kind of like as a result of probably like chronic PTSD. depression, but he's very, he's very more, <laughs> he's very measured and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He seems like he's more thoughtful when he gets back.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think he's just trying, probably realize how valuable life is and shit like yeah. that. Um, so then we flash forward to him on the road. You know, well, they
1: have that one scene where he's talking oh. to his friend about it, which oh, yes, I kind of yes, hated yes. that monologue scene. I wasn't didn't that great.
0: It was yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just talking about like his time on the island. It's like we already knew. Like he's like, yeah, you, you know, I tried killing it. myself, and then I just realized I had to, I got, I had to come back. I had to get home and then now kelly moved on without me
1: he was using like these heavy-handed metaphors and i'm like this would have been so much better if you didn't do this monologue but yeah
0: that's why i kind of glossed over it's like yeah so he he goes to you know then we flashed it's like you know it's nice and shiny and he's on the countryside driving in his car i think he's just going on a road trip like wherever he just wants to drive somewhere um well he, he no, he
1: wants to specifically return the package
0: oh yeah return the package right yeah um so he gets to the four corners. Uh, it's mm-hmm. basically like, you know, an intersection and a woman pulls up and she's mm-hmm. like, where are you going, cowboy? Uh, and she's like, you know, this way I'll take you to California. This will take you to the Hibalea. This will take it. You- and then if you go here, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, you think you know where you're going? She's like, he's like, yeah. So she gets back in her car and she drives away and he sees on the, on the bumper of her truck is the wings logo. So that's the woman from the beginning. She's the woman who he's going to be delivering the package to.
1: Well he already um, delivered it. Oh sorry, yeah, he already yeah, delivered yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, and that's how the movie
1: ends. Well, he like kind of like looks at the into the camera, and I think what it's sort of insinuating that he's gonna go back to talk to her, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean
0: she's a gorgeous woman too. She um, kinda
1: reminded me of like a Shania toy. now she she sort of was like, I don't know, she reminded me of someone, but she's just like
0: a very country looking woman. Um, well,
1: also, I don't know if you saw in the beginning that, like, her husband was cheating on her. I thought yes. that was, like, kind of irrelevant, but... A very
0: strange point in the movie. Like, I, when I was... I never re- realized that until I watched it this time around. I'm like, I don't really care. Like, it's kind of a very strange... Because they could have had a romance that about
1: that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's, like, the show that she was single. Like, I don't know. I mean... Well,
1: it showed the intersection of her life with... Hit. Like, she yeah. was sending the package to Russia to her husband at the same time that Tom Hanks mm. was just over in the yeah. FedEx factory. But... um. Yeah, I always love the that like landscape. I really liked the landscape framing the beginning and the end of like her little ranch. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was cool. Like the countryside
1: was cool. Um,
0: yeah. So uh, what's your what's your rating for this?
1: I gave it a seven point two.
0: Ooh, a little low for my taste.
1: It's a good movie, but like I said, some of the monologues I could have done without. They were heavy handed. Like it was a good movie, but I'm not like, oh my god, I you need to see this. I think
0: that's <laughs> not true at all. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. No, I mean you you don't have to see it.
1: I don't know if someone was like, Oh, what movies should I watch? Like I wouldn't be like Castaway, you gotta watch this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that there's not movies that are better than that I would recommend, but like is a staple, I think. I think you gotta see Castaway.
1: Know though but I feel like it's only only a staple because like we were just always watching it growing up. Like I don't know if that's really a household staple for other people. I mean,
0: he was nominated for best actor. So other
1: also, so. did you know that Zemeckis directed Flight? Uh huh. I love. Yeah, Flight. he's a private pilot. I'm kind of over the pilot. He needs to stop with the pilot movies. The airplane. I, I have however. a stand
0: for Zemeckis. So. And he's, he's thinking about uh go the ahead geppetto, or the uh oh he's geppetto. directing
1: geppetto well
0: they think okay. that it's going to be if tom hanks is in it and then zemeckis is going to direct it so well
1: i just thought it was funny because i never knew who robert zemeckis was until i was watching that movie i'm thinking of ending things and they kind of make fun of his yeah his movie movie style so i thought that was kind of funny
0: yeah i mean he um, does, he's not like a hundred percent like always great movies um like he he's got some shitty movies on his on his resume, but he's also got some like bangers too. so I mean
1: yeah, I think it was a good movie. I just like and it's just like not something that I I don't know it's a good movie. yeah, it's fine. It's good, I didn't it's expect good to, watch. You to rate it
0: that high to be honest but um, yeah, There's no so, 10
1: things I hate about you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not a 9.8 um, in its
1: own right.
0: Uh, so that'll conclude the episode for this week in a review. Uh, I don't know what we're watching next week. I think we might have to throw a Hocus Pocus and then also Silence of the Lands. I know we want to do *Science of the Lands for Halloween, but I think we got to, we got to do a little Hocus Pocus too. Maybe.
1: We'll ask the people.
0: It is on streaming. So um, that makes it very, it's on Disney plus. So that makes it pretty accessible for everybody. And I know everybody's watching it right now. So um, it could be, it could be a good review. It's a very horny movie from what I remember. <laughs> the I witches. Seen it, no I think why. the witches are very <laughs> horny in this movie, so <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. I mean, there is a focus around being a virgin, so. Okay,
1: um, I honestly don't remember like anything from the movie. Really? So, yeah. It's good.
0: The zombie guy. you don't remember the zombie guy.
1: The I'm cat sure when can I watch talk? it, I would re- I would remember it, but like right now, I can't recall.
0: Binks, I think, is the cat's name. um All right. Well, yeah, that's it. Remember, follow us on social media on Instagram. Um, you know, rate us, subscribe to us, follow us, interact with us, all that good stuff. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. And we'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye.